The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Virginia legislator convened today with Democrats in charge. Jad Khalil of VPM News reports from the Capitol their priorities differ from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. Democrats from both chambers packed into a press room Wednesday morning to sketch out what they want to do with their new power. More money for education was at the top of their list. Here's Senate Majority Leader Scott Surville. Um, this state spends 14% less than the national average on K-12. through It's incomprehensible to us that that's something that uh, Virginians have to tolerate. Surville said additional funds for education made income tax cuts proposed by Yunkin a hard sell. That's a complete non-starter for us. He was just as blunt about the governor's proposal for eliminating the car tax. My opinion is it's dead on arrival. The differences in perspective underline how much divided government will matter this legislative session. But one place House Majority Leader Charnel Herring said they expected cooperation was behavioral health. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Republican Governor Yunkin delivered the annual State of the Commonwealth speech Wednesday. In light of Democratic control of the State House, he asked lawmakers to send him bills that cut taxes and increased penalties for crime. He also suggested he'd veto labor bills. Please don't bring me a bill that impacts Virginians' right to work. It will meet the business end of my veto pen. Democrats have slim majorities in both chambers. Behavioral health and education funding will be top issues this session. Two veterinarians testified earlier this week in a case focused on conditions at the National Bridge Zoo. The pair described the mistreatment and neglect of animals at the Rock Bridge County facility, according to Cardinal News. 95 animals were seized and one was euthanized during a December investigation of the zoo by Virginia State Police. Most of the animals have now been rehomed, including some that have been sent to zoos in Cincinnati and Oakland. Additional hearings are scheduled for this week. The nonprofit foundation that operates Monticello says it plans to buy the historic Mickey Tavern in Albemarle County. The restaurant's located near Thomas Jefferson's home, and the purchase is intended to preserve the drive to Monticello, the foundation's chairperson told the Daily Progress. The sale price was not disclosed. Last year, the nonprofit also purchased the nearby Jefferson Vineyards, a 400-acre parcel that cost the organization more than $11 million. Virginia needs more coordination and oversight of flood resilience efforts, according to a new state report. Catherine Hafner with our partner station, WHRO News, has more. Lawmakers appointed the resilience work group last year. It looks at how the state can best support preparations and adaptation to climate change. It's a very extensive set of problems that we're looking at and, and solutions we need to be able to implement. That's work group member Grace Tucker with the Environmental Defense Fund. She says one of their major recommendations is for Virginia to create a statewide resilience office. It would help local officials with things like funding opportunities and data on flood risk. Tucker says metro areas like Hampton Roads are already far ahead on resilience. 
But it's not the same for smaller and more rural parts of Virginia. It's very much an apples to oranges situation. Differing resources has resulted in differing outcomes. The group also suggests creating a board with oversight of state resilience funds. That was Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News. Richmond City Council President Kristen Nye says she and her colleagues have been hearing from their constituents and restaurant owners about the city's meals tax issues. On Wednesday, Nye said council was, quote, looking at what changes we can make to the code to address the issue. An important part of the process, she said, is including the city attorney in discussions of any potential changes. About two weeks ago, social media posts publicized local restaurants receiving bills for thousands of dollars over what the city's finance department said are late meals taxes and penalties. The corporate owner of seven Richmond radio stations, including WRVA, recently filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Odyssey says its operations will not be impacted by the company's reorganization, according to a post on its website. The company aims to reduce its $1.9 billion of debt by about 80 percent. An Odyssey representative told the financial website MarketWatch that restructuring will be heard in court sometime in February. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.